0: Cookville City Council voted four to nothing Thursday night to have the city manager hire an outside counsel. The reason to look into the hiring of Ricky Shelton as the chief strategy officer at Cookville Regional Medical Center. Mayor Ricky Shelton joins us this morning. What was last night like for you?
1: Well, um, it's much like it's been um, the past several weeks and specifically the the the, the last week. It's been very tough. Uh it's been very tough on me. Uh it's been uh, m- harder even on my wife and and then even harder on my, my kids and specifically my daughters at home. Um you know, I have worked really hard um in public service for 15 years, almost 15 years. Um to um present the best foot forward to do things ethically. Um uh, with integrity um i love this community um and, and to give back and you know the the thought of the inference of this investigation that they've launched when they have information professional information already shared with them that um Refutes their claims or refute, should should answer their questions, but that's not enough. Um, it, it's been it's been very difficult.
0: Did you do anything unethical?
1: Absolutely not. Um, you know, I had a career uh, that I was very proud of uh, with Astrazeneca Pharmaceuticals, fifteen years, and before um, even considered uh, taking this. Shannon and I talked about. The the job and prayed about it and before I even considered that I checked to see to make sure there wasn't anything unethical, illegal. Did it violate uh, any law, any bylaw, any charter provision of either the city or the hospital of uh, private act authority? Asked the city manager to look at it. He did. Found nothing. Asked the city attorney to look at it. He did extensively. Two city attorneys, both Dan Rader and Danny Rader, Uh, both looked at it independently. Both concurred that there was no conflict, other than the fact of the things that I stated, which were, um, you know, I I could not, the mayor position serves on the board. uh, So obviously, uh, I couldn't serve on the board. And serve um, and and be uh, an employee so and that's the board of trustees board of trustees so i would i would resign from the hospital board of trustees and appoint um, a designee from the council that's what the the charter says and um, which i did before i started the job and uh, i pledged to recuse myself from any votes uh, on the during the city council for the hospital, there's only three things that the hospital, that the I'm sorry, there's only three things that the city council votes on pertaining to the hospital, and it's very specific. It's the uh, appointing a board of trustees member, uh, the budget in a straight up or down, not a line item, and any property purchase because <clears throat> the term city-owned hospital, the city owns the land that it sits on it does not own the operations of the hospital. That's why there is a independent private act authority, board of trustees that run and operate the hospital and they hire the CEO. The CEO hires all employees. The city council has nothing to do with that. Just like the city council hires one person, which is the city manager, and he's in charge of hiring the others. So just separate the The distinction on the on the two
0: entities do you see why some people might wonder about the hiring
1: well certainly it's a sometimes confusing to look at the two entities and say well that's a city-owned hospital and you have to go to the second step to understand the structure and that's tried to be that's been explained it's been explained um again, by the city manager, uh, by the city attorney, it's been explained by the CEO of the hospital. It's, it's been out there. And I know it. if, if you're not a student of uh, the government or haven't been in like I have been and served, it can be confusing. But that's part of transparency to, to tell that story and to explain that, and I tried to just now again, um, of why. So just... Uh, another point to this, and this was made by the city attorney, you know, there's nothing that would keep any city or any hospital employee from running for city council, whether it be a cafeteria worker, a nurse, um, an employed doctor, or anybody else. So converse of that is, it shouldn't somebody on the council shouldn't be prohibited from working at the hospital. So it works both ways.
0: Let's go back in time. Uh, When did you first hear about this position? Well, this is
1: um, Milan Finley was the marketing um, director, and she had conversations with Paul Korth about um, what – she felt, as she was retiring, what that position should be um, expanded a, a senior leadership role that w- w- would encompass much more because uh, communications and marketing and all those things were so important to any place. And so, you know, the idea was born with the CEO that, um, and, and strategy being so important uh, for any facility that that's a role that, you know, he – take the one that was already there and based on what the employee said of how it maybe should should look or how she thought and then you know he has he's very connected throughout Tennessee in the, in the hospital association and and you know chose to go down this path of this uh job and so when it was uh, posted and um it's something I was very much interested in and, and I was told about it by several people and I felt like it really fit my skill set I felt like it's something that I would thoroughly um, enjoy and be good at and, and move the needle and a great next step for me and my career and prayed about it a lot and um, you know like I said uh the, the timeline was was thrown out there last night you know it was posted and September 30th to uh, October 9th, there was a number of people, I think 18 people, that I applied from several states and um, uh, I interviewed um, and then
0: was offered the job. Did Paul Korth approach you about the job or did you see that the job was available? I mean, he, he told me
1: that uh, it's an idea he had and, um, you know, I certainly was uh, interested in that idea, but obviously I would have to go through the steps and go through the process just like anybody else. Um, absolutely.
0: The vision of the chief strategy officer, it involves marketing as Milan did, but a sense that I have gotten is that COVID showed that the role of communication uh, goes beyond, and that's a huge part of the strategy of the hospital. Am I, am I saying that correctly? Absolutely. You know, uh, formalizing
1: and operationalizing CRM's strategic planning process, um, you know, identify um, opportunities for growth of the organization, um, utilizing data, um, market share data, uh, where, um, you know, rural hospitals overall have been in a tough place uh, recently. And while we're not necessarily rural our hospital is still considered rural and so it's important to to take those things and you know we want as much uh, business as much medical care to to not only come here from the surrounding areas but to stay here and not have to go to another city and um, that's why it's important to continue to expand service lines and especially in heart and surgery and ortho and those and those kind of things and so you know, being able to promote that and communicate that, and uh, much like I, you know, I've have done with a city. I mean, that's uh, that's something I uh, I feel like, and have been um, honored that people have told me that I've brought the city to another um, place as far as um, promoting and 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 publicizing that, and, and that's something I'm really excited to do for the medical center.
0: But there's also the strategy with Cookville Regional. And, again, COVID, I think, has made this more pronounced, as has the closing of the hospital in Fentress County, the closing of the hospital in Clay County, that Cookville Regional is a regional hospital. Absolutely. Uh, and there's strategy that has to be developed for that. For
1: sure. And, and you know, the, the big thing of that is – is is telling the why the, of the brand of CRMC. Why do people want to um, get their medical care there? And why do the great folks that work there work there? And what what why do they do what they do? And you know, um, a, a hospital or a, something like that's a sterile, a kind of a sterile environment because you think you know it's a big building and a, and a lot. But but what you really have to tell is the human side of it and the story of it. And that's what I'm really excited to get involved in. But you're exactly right. With the closing of other hospitals, we are, as we've always been in, you know, the, the shopping center of the Upper Cumberland, the employment center of the Upper Cumberland. We're certainly the medical center of the Upper Cumberland. And um, that's why some of our service lines have outpatient clinics in some other areas and all that's to, to drive um, folks back here. Um, so they can get their health care. So it's incumbent upon us to continue to make sure that the medical center offers the things that are needed for our entire region.
0: Ricky Shelton, some have asked, what are your qualifications to work in this kind of a role, in a marketing slash strategy role?
1: Well, uh, I'm a little old to go all the way back to college, but um, uh, that was my marketing. I have a marketing degree, obviously, but I've spent my life, Um, promoting and marketing, um, whether it be in my service as in Cookville for 15 years on the council and now mayor for six and a half in my role um, uh, with my pharmaceutical uh, sales job. You know, I called on doctors in the uh, all of middle and east Tennessee, uh, finding out their needs, talking to them about services, those kinds of things. That's part of this role too. Uh, Recruiting, of doctors, I have a great relationship. Part of this role too is is government relations, understanding how the the, the nuance of how the, the government works and how um, that interacts with uh, the hospital and and other things. And so, <clears throat> those are the kinds of things you know that I've spent my life doing, um, and and I'm very excited to continue that role.
0: When did you first reach out to the city attorney? And or the city manager to talk about the possibility of this.
1: I don't have the exact date. It was certainly um, um, after I had um, interviewed and 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 talked about to make sure you know it's something that would would fit. I certainly wanted to know you know is this is this possible? Is there anything wrong with this? Is there, is there any hiccup here that could could cause a problem? And and that's when it, like I said, it was looked at and and certainly. Um, you know, here we are, I, I say again, and I said it last night, um, when, when, when's enough, you know, how, how many times do we have to look at this and how much, um, more do you have to, you know, how many people have to say, well, that's okay
0: before, before it's okay. Um, <clears throat> so. And Dan Rader strikes me as an observer. He's going to tell you, what he believes, whether you're going to like it or not. Well,
1: 100%. I mean, let, let's, be, let's be real. No one is going to stake their reputation to try to help somebody get something. I mean, and nor would I have, have uh, left a career that I was loved and was successful at if I didn't know that it was all going to be okay. Uh, and, you know, the city manager is a professional and, and trusted. The city attorney, both city attorneys, are. They're they're not going to do that, and so that gave me confidence. Also, that I know, well, they're going to tell me the truth, and they did, and I believe that. Why that's not good enough for the rest of the council or whoever this group of people that council members say they're hearing from uh are saying you know i i have my theories on a lot of that and I, I discussed that last night but um you know i i mean i can go into that now if you want me to well
0: were you were you open with council members before you decided to take the position <clears throat> I, I i
1: was i mean i told them well no I, I i decided to take the position and then i told them about it uh but i told the vice mayor that obviously, uh, before I told the others that um, you know that would require me um, appointing her to be my designee. I could appoint anyone. I, she made sense because she has a, a a medical background and she's the vice mayor, so it made sense. Uh, she was actually very excited. I, I, I've seen a, a statement attributed that she said uh, she was shocked um, that 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 really wasn't the case Um, I I told her and she was very excited for my opportunity and she said she was very excited to serve on the board so I'm not sure where that discrepancy of her saying she was shocked or or at least there was a a, a statement attributed to her that said that I told her and she knew before and then I I told the rest of the council um, before I believe it was before a council meeting
0: do you think sharing it with the council members earlier do you think it might have avoided this?
1: I, I have no idea. I, I can't get I – don't, I don't pretend to get in their mind of what they think or what their motives are uh, on what they're doing.
0: Ricky Shelton, we know that this issue was discussed in a closed session several weeks ago. It's a <clears throat> session that should not have been closed. Was the dialogue open and honest among the council members? Um,
1: well, as you said – um, Councilman Walmock was going to bring that forward and um, uh, I was told that uh, it was sent out uh, that, that same verbiage of this um, um, no, it wasn't a resolution last night but the statement of what he wanted to do and, and so um, the vice mayor asked for us to discuss that um, in closed session um uh, again based i think you brought that up based off uh, the sunshine law rules that was not uh would not attribute to that uh it was a there was a lot of discussion in that meeting um it was it it was very personal toward me uh, it was uh, it really wasn't uh it really wasn't nice what was being said to me and about me from some.
0: so it wasn't really a
1: dialogue of um, questions and answers. I, I think the the hope was uh, the city manager hoped to to be able to have some type of, of direction uh, uh, toward you know finding a a solution to what uh, um, Councilman Walmac was wanting to bring forward, but. Uh, that wasn't. I don't think going to be the case. It it was not a, um, you know, a, again. Dan Rader explained fully what what has been done, what was done, what what the what the law clearly says. James Mills did as well, <clears throat> but um, there was um, there there wasn't a lot of. Uh, it was not a very positive experience at all.
0: The city owns the hospital. The oversight really is the budget and the real estate. And yes. that, that really is it. Correct. Um, and so with that, the city council really doesn't get involved in any aspect of the hospital's business. You've been on the council six plus years. Have there been any? No. Never. Never. Does the, the and
1: I asked that question last night. Uh, are the hospital employees in the administrative service of the city that's a that's a statement from our charter of what the scope and power of Dan Rader says emphatically they are not, and they are not because they're not they're not employees of the city, right? And so they have their own structure, they have their own attorney they have their own board of trustees they don't so so they're not intermixed it is a semi confusing relationship but <clears throat> there is an absolute separation there between the two
0: so the council has no oversight let's just say the hospital decides to start a new project they have no oversight
1: none the only oversight they would have if it if it required purchasing a piece of property to build something on that's it, and um, I think that's a very important distinction and that's I said that again last night that you know you don't have the authority to reach inside the hospital and look at hiring practices or no more than you would have the authority to do that at Tennessee Tech or no more than the then if you make this same analogy, then. Paul Korth, the CEO of the hospital or the board of trustees should be able to reach in and ask about hiring practices at the city of Cookville. I mean, you can't, you can only not, you can't only let it cut one way if you're going to make the point that it does cut one way and it
0: doesn't. Does the city council have oversight of city employees in general?
1: The only authority the city council has is the city manager. So uh, specifically, that's um, section two point oh eight of the council uh, says council not to interfere in appointments or removals. Neither the council nor any of its members shall direct or request the appointment of any person to or his removal from office to the by the city manager or by any of his subordinates or in any manner take part in the appointment or removal of. Officers and employees in the administrative service of the city.
0: So if the Parks and Rec Department made the decision to hire an executive and it was in their budget, could the city council discuss or debate the qualifications of that executive? No.
1: They could discuss it with the city manager, but it's ultimately the city manager's authority and
0: decision. So the city council does not have specific authority over employees of the city?
1: Only the city manager, period. We are not allowed to get involved in hiring or –
0: I mean – In fact, it's against the law.
1: In fact, this says, A recommendation shall not constitute a violation of this section. Except for the purpose of the inquiry, the council and its members shall deal with administrative services solely through the city manager, and neither the council nor any member thereof shall give orders to any subordinate of the city manager, either publicly or privately, any councilman violating the provisions of this section or voting for resolution or ordinance in violation of this section shall be guilty of a misdemeanor and upon the conviction thereof shall cease to be a councilman. Very
0: specific. We're visiting with Cookville Mayor Ricky Shelton. We continue our conversation with Ricky Shelton. Who are the members of the, the Board of Trustees? How is that uh, organization put together? Not the specific members, but who, what kind of people are on that board? Well,
1: it's typically you know business people um uh, certainly yeah um, you have the chief of staff of the medical centers automatically owned there there is a so doc-
0: an employee of the hospital
1: um um well it, it depends um whether the the chief of staff is in uh, he's a doctor whether he's uh, and that's voted on by the medical uh by the medical staff um but he's a designated spot. There's a doctor appointment um, on there as well designated, but that's appointed by the council and serve a seven-year term. And then the other members, again, are all appointed by the council. Uh, you know, you have um, business people. You have uh, president of companies. You have uh, bankers, uh, di- different types of skill sets. I've always <clears throat> thought it was one of the most important things that that the council does is appoint um, very good people with specific skill sets that can help because the hospital is so important. Always taking that very, very seriously, and um, um, so yeah, I mean it's a it's a phenomenal group of, of business people, and they give a lot of uh, time. It's a it's a you know board week is a is a very intense week of a lot of meetings and to uh, to understand what all is going on. That's a it's a very complex and dynamic uh, environment.
0: The rule that existed. That the mayor had to be on the board of trustees.
1: So um, the bylaws each year are looked at. Um, the The city charter says the mayor or his designee. the The, the state statute, Private Act, authority that uh, created this said that, but the the internal hospital bylaws said the mayor. Um, and every year the bylaws are reviewed as just a, a standard uh, practice. The board says, hey, let's review our bylaws, make sure everything's you know up to date, anything need to be nuanced, changed. Um, Danny Rader, uh, who now serves on the, on the Board of Trustees, was appointed by the council uh, last year, actually saw that and said, because and he was uh, very much aware of both uh, documents, he said, this doesn't match. It should match, although state law supersedes it so it wouldn't have had to be changed but he said for uh, clarity it should just be changed to match because it must match the 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 state law and so that was uh, brought up at the October hospital board meeting um, to change and, and it would have to be changed at the next meeting well the November there wasn't a November meeting and so that they combine the November and December meeting and do it the first week of December, and that's why it was changed. That was actually said incorrectly last night by someone. That, um, but it was done. It wasn't. It, it was. It was only delayed because that was the next meeting to do it. at.
0: But to be clear, it had nothing to do with you. It was simply just a it, review of the documents, much it, like, for example. That uh, your HR director at the last city council meeting went through the employment manual and found Correct. problems and issues and just things that get missed. Correct. And, and had nothing to do with you.
1: No. I, I, it, I mean, obviously, it looks like it pertains to me because we're talking about that right now. But it was a situation that needed to be corrected, although it didn't have to be corrected. Um, but, but yes. Yes.
0: The job that you're in now, many perceive, rumor, that you have gone into a position that is much more lucrative than the job that you had selling pharmaceuticals. I'm not asking you to uh, talk about your salary, but how do you address that conception? Well, first of all, I have
1: no contract. Uh, Of employment. Uh, I heard there was a rumor I had a signing bonus. That's ridiculous. I'm not a football or baseball player. There was no signing bonus. Um, The job, um, the hospital HR uses a firm to look at comps of other medical facilities. Uh, They find like-size markets. Uh, They look at all that and they present a a range um, a a salary range that was, and then the CEO makes the decision. And I can tell you that mine is in a mid percentile of what that job is supposed to be uh, anywhere in the country. Um, It was presented to me and um, there was no negotiation.
0: Uh,
1: It was accepted or not.
0: Do you worry that, this controversy will affect your ability to serve the medical center. Well, um, yes, it's it's a
1: huge, it's a huge ridiculous distraction, not only on me doing my job, but but the entire medical center. And I hate that, and and it shouldn't be that way. And and again, that's why you try to do things openly and transparently, and say here they are. It was looked at. And I say, again, when's enough enough? When's it going to be okay? Okay, well, I, I trust that opinion. I believe that attorney. You know, why do you not believe the city attorney, two city attorneys that have worked for us for 15 years and that we paid to give us legal advice and opinions? Why do you not believe the city manager who we hired three years ago is a professional, a man of integrity, who has looked at this and said, there's nothing there. Why is that not good enough? I mean, it makes you step back and say, well, there obviously are other motives here. That's what I believe. That's what I feel. That's what I've been told that has been said by some council members. You know, th- their their motives are, you know, they want to get rid of me. They want to cancel me. They want me not to be mayor. They want me to lose my job. I mean, that that's disturbing that that level of... Um, uh, personal attack on a on a man and his family, and that's that's all it is. I mean, that's all. That's the only place you can go when professional hired opinions aren't enough. You know, and just I said again, I I referenced my statement because I I spent a lot of time with how I wanted to say things, but just because. Um, you know, there are people I know that don't like that I'm the mayor and then I was also hired at the hospital. And they may not even like me. But emotions aside, it wasn't unethical. And just because you don't like something doesn't make it wrong or unethical. Um, so, you know, and, and I'll, I'll go another step. You know, the CEO has tried to uh, accommodate. And answer questions. He didn't have to. He met individually with each council member and asked them and, and addressed their questions. Ask, let them let them ask him anything they wanted to. Each one of them did it. He actually made himself available two and a half weeks ago and they chose not to do it then. Yet when this came up, when Councilman Walmock brought this up. Then Councilman Walker said, well, let's have time to do that. Well, they had two and a half weeks and didn't do it. But, again, he still made himself available to do that, and he talked to them. Um, they said last night most of their questions were answered. So I've asked them, what what questions do you not have answered? What's the end game here? What's your, what's, what's your ultimate desire of the end game? And I, that's what I don't know, what I don't um, – see what angle they're trying to go at and, 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 you know, what does this do? The bigger picture is what does this do now for city government, for people running or serving in city government in your employment or where you decide to work or your company, you know, if, if we're going to, if we're going to scrutinize this, and this has been scrutinized and this has been looked at, so, you know, contract, then I guess that's going to open it up for everyone's employment on the council to be looked at or how it interacts with city government or contracts or whatever.
0: But is there value, Ricky, in an outside council coming in and saying, OK, this was done correctly. There's no issue here.
1: And that's fine. I have, I, I am not fearful of that. My, my bigger issue is how this has been handled. In a very personal, ugly way. I, I have, you know, if biblically, if you have a problem with somebody, you should go to them. You should say, hey, I don't think this is right. We need to look at this. Then get somebody to look at it. But but they have chosen a path that the inference is that I am guilty of something and I must prove my innocence. That's very that is a very unfair place to put someone. That uh, it just is, and so again, I, and and Dan Rader said it last night. If you don't trust my opinion, then get opinion you trust. But but we're basically saying we don't trust our city attorney, we don't trust our city manager, we don't trust our mayor. So let's go find let's go find an opinion and see if it matches what we want it to say. I am not at all fearful because I believe in them looking at it, and they looked at it correctly, and they believe it. I've looked at it. I believe that's everything was done honestly and ethically.
0: Do you believe that the members of the council, and and again, we've got four different personalities here in addition to yours, but if the council, as in attorney council, SEL, comes back and says, okay, this was done correctly, do you think that will be the end of it?
1: Well I have no idea. And I guess that's the part that's the most concerning. What when is the answer enough? Is it only the answer that you want or is it going to be is it this independent council comes back and says that's enough?
0: And then I guess we'll have to see. Why did you make the decision in your statement to the council to address dr womack and mark miller specifically
1: well um you know like i said it's no secret that um chuck womack and i haven't always seen eye to eye on things but um i I do know the common thread that we have is we care about the hospital um uh, my personal reason for doing that one of them was that um that attorney-client meeting you referenced, he 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 said some not nice things about me in that, and um, on on Mark Miller, um, you know, I would hate to think um, that anyone would do this, but but the, after the things he's he said, and people have told me that attributing statements to him, uh, false and misleading statements uh, made about me and the medical center. Um, I just thought I should call that out and just say, you know, that that's not that's not right. And um, again, um, I, I, you know, (laughs) people aren't our real enemies. Um, I believe there is a uh, I'm confident that I've done this right and it's been done right. Um, I'm relying on God to reveal that. Um, I, I know there is a um uh, there feels feels like there's a very evil um spirit happening um about this but I know for a fact, just like I know uh God put me in service in this city, um I, I know I'm supposed to be at that medical center and, and so whatever whatever's uh, causing this, I, I know that um God will take care of it. Um and I, I, I continue to pray that. Uh, for my for my family and uh,
0: some would wonder though does addressing them specifically does that just increase the rhetoric does that just increase the tension did that run through your mind
1: at all well there's been a lot of things said and if you don't if you don't address them then they appear to be true Um, you know a couple of things that are out there that uh, have been attributed to uh, to folks on the council. Uh, one of them was that uh, that when I came in, that I had uh, pulled advertising or threatened to pull advertising uh, based on articles uh, that are or are not written uh, in local media outlets. That's a ridiculous statement. Um, you know, you know this because I actually told you that we were going to do a a business plan look at how uh, the money has been spent understanding where the marketing dollars were going what reasons behind those things as a that would be a strategic plan on how you move forward not only that in the era of covid you can't uh, advertise services that you can't even do, right? So we, were, we paused, that was the word, um, did a, a brand audit of, of the perception of the medical center and what that looks like, and, and then do a pause on the advertising, formulate strategically the plan of how to spend the money in the, in the proper way, in the proper um, outlets to reach the, the c- consumer, the customer, uh, that's going to consume the health care. So,
0: Which, by the way, happens frequently when a new marketing director takes over any type of business well, in our business.
1: That, well, I mean, so, it, that, that was the logical thing that I saw. And obviously, after we formulate that plan, we, we want to tell the message of the medical center. And that and that's re, requires advertising to do that.
0: We live in a society that seems to be all about conspiracy. Have, has that been... The stream of the yes. questions and things that, yes. that you've gotten?
1: Well, just like, you know, I was asked about a signing bonus or a contract or um, I, I coerced the CEO to give me this job. Paul Korth is a man of integrity. Again, a professional, much like I talked about James Mills, the city manager, and Dan Rader, the city attorney. Yeah. First of all, I wouldn't coerce someone. I, I had a career I really liked um it was a unique opportunity and um like i said i believe i was directed to that and um so absolutely um not that 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 was a ridiculous statement that was put out there um you know just a lot of oh that i that i um <laughs> have said things or uh, that I was going to do or not do. I've only been this job a little over 30 days trying to do my job while all this um, runs around. But where some of this comes from, I have no idea. But I think people just take something and assume or misrepresent or then all of a sudden it becomes this, as you said, giant conspiracy and, well, he must have done that or this must have happened. And rumors are terrible.
0: Ricky Shelton, was there ever a point in this last month where you said, you know what, this just this isn't worth it. I'll I'll step down as mayor or I'll go back to pharmaceuticals. No.
1: I um the people of Cookville um overwhelmingly elected me to to serve them. And and I've done that with honor and integrity and character. Um and so if there had been a situation that I was told by the experts, city manager, city attorney, that, hey, you can't do both of these, you you cannot, then obviously I would have had to make a decision, and I would have made that decision one way or the other. I would have stayed in my current job and stayed as mayor, or I would have re- resigned from the council and, and and taking the other job. That's not what I was told. So I proceeded with the best advice that I had received. And so, no, um, you know, I, I felt obligated to finish my service to my community. And I know that I'm able to do multiple things. I can compartmentalize and do things the right way for the right reasons and not let it interfere, not let it overlap or, or intertwine if it doesn't need to. And so, um, you know, yeah, the e- the easy way out would just be I'm done. Um, I've never really taken the easy way out, and um, that's that's not who I am. But I, I don't, um, you know, <laughs> uh, I value what my character, what my family thinks of me and what the people I serve think. Um, I value the folks at the medical center who serve, um, every day in, um, in a, in a, tough environment oftentimes. And so certainly didn't want this. I hate that this is any kind of distraction. Um, but back to, to what we said, you know, when is enough enough? And, you know, when does it turn from, um, you know, the questions have been asked and answered repeatedly. The facts have been presented by those who actually know. When does it turn from a fact-finding mission to where we are now? And you can label where we are now conspiracy, um, witch hunt. There's lots of words you could use for that. Um, I, again, I, I'll go back to I'm not fearful of whatever they may find. I think it's a waste of money because you've already paid two attorneys to look at it. But have at it. But when this is said and done and and that opinion does come back um you know <clears throat> the interesting thing is will it be accepted as you
0: said well and i i thought during the meeting last night that a member of the school board said in another controversy that our community has dealt with in the last 2 weeks that you know it's up to us to make a decision why let someone else get the blame and will this be simply that we will blame the outside counsel that is hired for the decision that's made in this? Or should the city council members have stepped up and said, we've investigated it, we understand people may not like it, but this is, we're moving forward. Yeah. So the attorney comes in and says there is no issue. The biggest question that I had watching last night is, how does the Cookville City Council move forward?
1: It's an interesting question. <clears throat> As I said um, earlier, you know, I've been doing this 15 years. Um, dealt with some controversial things before, um, those are always tough. Never really dealt with this complete and utter personal attack upon me. Um. but I will stand by that in a professional capacity I will do whatever I need to do to continue to try to move our community forward I love Cookville uh, always have it's my hometown so I will I will continue to fulfill my duties and service as mayor and do it honorably um I would hope the others would work with me on projects and things that we need to get done. This is such a distraction for our city. This is such a distraction (laughs) for the so much good that we've done in our community overall, all of us. On the heels of the most tragic time in our community, um, almost now a year ago, and the emotions and the... uh, Of all of that and then this comes here um, it's that that leads to the the place where I'm at which is the 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 hurt and I'm and I'm not at all portraying to be a victim here okay so let's get that off the table I'm not saying that at all but there has to be when you say okay these are the facts these are the facts all right we're done that's what i want to know that there's a stopping point for for the folks because your question earlier you know did i think about resign i don't think it would have mattered because i don't because i don't think it's necessary to some members of the council it may not necessarily be about the hospital it may be more about canceling me Um, and that's very um, that's not
0: a good good spot so do you think that you and Charles Womack and, and Mark Miller can work together on growth and parks and uh, infrastructure and, and all the things that this community needs to do over the remainder of your term? Well, I would hope and you're, so. And you're, you can't run again?
1: Absolutely not. No, neither can uh, Chuck Womack. I, I would li- I, I would sure hope so. I mean, we, we have things to get done. We have projects to do I mean the city manager has things he needs to to carry out and do and so um, uh, that's what I want to do and uh, you know like I said we have 18 I have about 18 months left and I would love to uh, continue to do the things that we've done for the city and and uh, and help make it a a better place and hopefully find some more jobs to come here and continue to navigate the the processes of of uh, what we're dealing with with you know businesses and the pandemic and um all those types of things lots of great parks projects and and uh road projects and all the things that we've been working on um, homeless issues and absolutely the homeless issue and, and working with the you know the SAS program has been very successful of of helping us address that and continuing on those things so I, i'm committed to that um whatever that looks like um i certainly want to continue to fulfill and make this city great
0: Ricky Shelton as we close, do you have any regrets about anything that you did during this process or maybe things that you think I, maybe I should have done that differently I thought about that i
1: you know and you asked the question you know should should you have told them sooner i I don't know i, um, I, I I can't predict how other people react to things. I can only control what I can control. Um, I I did things in the order that I thought were logical and um, were the right way to do it, Uh, making sure things were done the right way for the right reasons. And so I I can't pretend to know what others think or how their mindset is or their angle is or, or so I, I I can't answer that. For me personally, I, I believe I I'm, I don't want to say I regret anything because I nothing was I haven't done anything wrong or unethical, um, and that would be a matter of opinion to everyone. If well, you should have you should have said this earlier. You should have said that earlier. You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Um. So. I stand by where I'm at. I stand by what I've said. I stand by the process, the people that have looked at it. I believe it was done properly, legally, ethically Um, and I would love to be able to do my job that I was hired to do and do it to the absolute best of my ability without constant distraction. Uh, I would love to serve out the final 18 months of this term Work with the council on any kind of initiatives that we can bring forward to, to make the city uh, better. Uh, try to continue to build the medical center and take it to great new heights and uh, enjoy my family without a, a constant um, uh, cloud of, of something. And. And uh, rumor and innuendo and and all these things that are going on, uh, I think people d- deserve to do that. And I would hate to think that we are going down a path that, um, certainly not a path I want to go down. Of where we're, you know, everybody's going to be uh, this constant conspiracy theory, and you know, well, let's 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 kick over fifty-eight rocks and see if you know. I I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's not the kind of um, you know. You see that in other cities. and You see that in. Washington and this very divisiveness and that we don't need that here. We had too much good going on. We had a consultant that came in a couple of years ago and sat with Randy Porter and I and and, um, and said, your community's got so much good going on here, but you realize you're only one election or one appointment or one controversial issue away from stopping all that. And, and and that's one of these moments of where you're in the news for the wrong reasons. Again, they've hired the independent counsel or they've they've authorized the city manager to hire the independent counsel. Then let's get the independent counsel. Let's look at
0: it and then um, move on. Cookville Mayor Ricky Shelton, thank you for spending this time with us. Thank you.